What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone Radio Show on the Talk Star Radio Network. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address, xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com. All right, do you love spooky, scary ghost stories? Award-winning storyteller Diane Ladley loves them. It's the only kind of story she tells, which is why she's known coast-to-coast as America's ghost storyteller. Since 1992, Diane has shivered spines and tickled funny bones with an amazing repertoire of ghost stories, songs, and poems, from giggly G-rated ghost stories for children to hair-raising R-rated ghost stories for the bravest adults. Uh, she even has a funny X-rated ghost story, but we're not going to get into that tonight. Well, maybe, who knows. Diane weaves ghost stories with a dramatic flair, and, uh, you know, she just gets her audience under her spell of delicious fright and laughter. Joining me now is Diane Ladley, and Diane, welcome to the X-Zone. Good evening, Rob. How are you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> thank you very much for asking, and thank you for joining us tonight, Diane. Thank How did you, for you get it? How did you get in? How did you get started telling ghost stories? Uh, actually, I uh, used to be very involved in theater, uh-huh. and I was on the board of a community theater here, the Summer Place of Naperville, Illinois. And mm-hmm. uh, they decided to have a fundraiser of telling ghost stories. So uh, the person who was in charge of it, uh, the director, she gave me a call, said, "Diane, please come out and, and tell a ghost story, because it's I'm not sure if people are going to show up. We really need some help." <laughs> So I started to panic, thinking, wait a minute, okay, a ghost story. I have to stand up in front of an audience for 10 minutes and do a monologue without a script? Oh, my God. (laughs) It was terrifying, but I've always loved ghost stories. So I got up there, and I did it, and I fell in love with it. I've never gone back to theater since. Wow. How many years ago was that? Oh, ooh. Uh, so let's say more than five. Okay. More than five. Okay. Much, much more than five. <laughs> How many ghost stories do you know? Oh, well over a hundred. My goodness. Well why, over. why do you think people are so interested and intrigued by a ghost story? I think it goes back to the fact that um, we love to be scared. 
uh, and it's a safe fear. Uh, there is, are some theories that uh, when the nation is particularly gripped in anxiety or, or fear, such as during a war or, gee, an economic recession, um, then people turn to safe fears to try to relieve those bad anxieties. And ghost stories is a perfect example. I remember um, back on uh, 9-11 when uh, I was doing then the ghost stories in the park in the dark. I was the director for the same ghost stories uh, organization that I had started off with. And uh, the community theater group that had started it, they said, you know, maybe, Diane, we shouldn't have ghost stories. You know, so close after September 11th. And I said, no, no, we, we really should. We really yeah. should. And uh, we ended up doing it. We had our largest crowds ever. For one particular show, we had over 450 people, and the place only held 250. <laughs> Diane, stand by. You and I have to take our first commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Diane Ladley is our special guest. Her website is www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. Diane Ladley and I will be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish and swamp cabbage or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Hi, this is Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout, here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. I would like to invite all of our listeners to the second annual Parunity Conference, January 27th through the 29th in Felsmere, Florida. We have some exciting speakers, including Brian Kano from The Haunted Collector, author Andrea Perrin, whose book inspired the hit movie The Conjuring, and our own Rob McConnell. There are events for the public as well as opportunities for paranormal teams to come together to share information. We also have opportunities for our guests to participate in some investigations of Felsmere's most haunted locations. Check out my website at www.paranormalstakeout.com or www.paranormalfbi.com for times and details. Hope to see you there. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Diane Ladley is our special guest. Her website is www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. Diane, uh, tell us about your historic ghost tours of Naperville. Yeah, uh, besides being my favorite things to do in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what it is, is uh, it's a nice, easy, relaxed two-hour tour of downtown Naperville and going through the historic district and the North Central College campus. Naperville had been named by Money Magazine just uh, two years ago as the second best, most, what is it, the second best city in the entire United States to live. And it is a beautiful, beautiful city. Now, where exactly is Naperville? Uh, it is about 30 miles west of Chicago in mm-hmm. Illinois. Nice part, of the, uh, nice part of the state. Oh, yeah, not bad, not bad. And it's a beautiful, beautiful town. So we meet in the downtown heart of Naperville, and I take them around to some of the various locations that have uh, are reputedly haunted. Mm-hmm. Our people have had paranormal encounters there, or places where uh, it's a, a particular unique Naperville legend or eerie folk tale, that sort of thing. So I do combine the stories with uh, the true paranormal as well as the, the folk tales. Tell me, how haunted is Naperville? Very haunted. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Could you tell us some of these stories? Could, could you share with us some of these stories that that you that you scare the hell out of people with? <laughs> oh, my favorite story! Wow, that's there's quite a few of them, but I think the one that everybody loves the most on the tour is actually the very first stop on the tour, and that's at uh, I call it the tale of the bloody red geranium. True story, a man committed suicide in the basement of this lovely, beautiful little cottage. And he still haunts the place to this day. And uh, a couple had moved in. They turned it into a lovely little gift shop. Mm -hmm. And they moved out after a few years because they couldn't take it anymore. And uh, they actually captured some amazing footage that uh, a paranormal researcher had taken. And it involved... They were walking down a hallway. It was pitch black. They had only his uh, uh, night vision video camera going. And uh, he called out to her. He said, Kelly, is there anybody else in this house besides us? She said, no, no, why do you ask? He said, because I'm watching the shadow of a tall, slender man walking up the basement stairs. And as soon as he said those words, that shadow transformed into a bright orb of light, zipped around the corner, zipped back as if taking another look at him, and zipped up the corner and up the stairs. It's an, I've seen this video footage. It is absolutely jaw-dropping. I can see why people <laughs> are afraid to take your tours. I've got... <laughs> well, there, nobody jumps out at it uh, to scare the people, but it's a very quiet type of 
dread of fear. And uh, the red geranium itself has a, an atmosphere of sadness that it, it's been long abandoned. And uh, it's, it's just a creepy place. We have had uh, guests actually take photographs of the building, and you'll see sometimes in the windows the shadow of a tall, slender man standing there watching us as we do our tours. All right, that's one story. What, what's the significance of the red geranium, though? Oh, the red geranium is what they called this shop. when It used to be a flower shop, a gift shop, art oh, gallery. See. And that was just the name because they had huge pots of bright red geraniums out in front. Now, where else do you take? How long? The tour is two hours, and how many mm-hmm. stops do you make in that two-hour period? Oh dear, uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven or eight, eight, I think. <laughs> I sometimes throw some in just in the me- you know, just because people seem interested in this. Mm-hmm. Or oh, by the way, that house is haunted too. I keep my tours very relaxed, very uh, kind of intimate, and people just have a really great time on them. So, so what do people like most about your ghost tours? Well, one thing that I started, and uh, people seem to be thrilled about it, is that at the very beginning of the tours, I hand out EMF meters, the ghost meters. I explain to them how to use it and how uh, there is a theory that ghosts either are electromagnetic energy or use electromagnetic energy in order to manifest. Mm -hmm. And uh, these EMF meters are standard equipment for any electrician to uh, rate the fields of electromagnetic energy. And so I pass out these EMF meters to all the people in the tour so they get to be ghost hunters throughout the tour. And I tell you, we've had some really strange readings sometimes during our tours. I would imagine so. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to touch that one. Ah, uh, <laughs> <coughs> oh, geez, I could just see me doing a ghost tour with you. You'd throw me out within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that they were getting those strange readings because of your shocking personality. <laughs> my magnetic personality, that's it. My charisma. <laughs> that's Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you keep going for a few minutes, and I'll stop you. How's that? <laughs> Tell me about your historic Ghost Tales dog walk tours. Yeah, uh, last year a couple friends called me up and said, Diane, we're dying to take your ghost tour, but can we bring our dog? And a little light bulb went up in my brain, and I said, hey, what a great idea to invite people to bring their dogs. What a fabulous marketing ploy. So I uh, got in touch with a local pet store in downtown Naperville, and we co-opted on a few things, and it's become a huge hit. People, it's the exact same ghost tour, mm-hmm. but people bring their dogs on the tour. And their little bags. And their little bags, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> and you their certainly, cameras and their EMF meters. <laughs> because you certainly don't want to scare the, the uh, <coughs> out of a dog and not have your little bag handy. <laughs> One time we did have a very strange thing happen. Um, we had, I had a very small tour, uh-huh. but it was uh, we had two little beautiful cocker spaniels on this tour, and they were the only dogs on this particular one. And I was outside of uh, Pfeiffer Hall, which is a theater at North Central College, and uh, reputedly haunted by no less than eight different ghosts, some of whom are quite active. So I started telling the story of Charlie Yellowboot. He was the janitor 
back in the 1950s, and he still uh, walks the place and uh, still haunts the place and keeps an eye out. Quite a few scary stories about him. But every now and then, when I'm telling the story of Charlie Yellowboots, sometimes the EMF meters start to go off. And as soon as I finish the story of Charlie, they stop. And this one particular Ghost Tales tour, T-A-I-L-S, by the way, for dogs, uh, suddenly these two copper spaniels jumped up to their feet and they started staring at a blank wall. And they weren't growling, but they were very perky and their tails were up and wagging a little bit as if somebody were standing there. And at that exact moment, our EMF meters began to go off. And it went on for a good 10 seconds, and suddenly the dogs relaxed and the EMF meters stopped. Now, I couldn't even try to follow that with a good story. <laughs> tell me, tell me Rob? when. Yeah, I, I'm. Are you I, I okay, could, Rob? Oh, I could think of quite a few things to say, but I'm going to stick away from them. <laughs> Now, prior to doing your ghost tours and uh, getting involved with Naperville, mm-hmm. had you had any paranormal experiences yourself, or had you an interest in the paranormal? Oh, ever oh, ever since I was a kid, loved the paranormal, loved to read true ghost stories, loved to read folk tales, everything I could about it. Uh, not just ghosts, but the supernatural in mm-hmm. general. Um, but for the longest time, I kept an open mind about the existence of ghosts but not so open that my brain fell out. At least that was my theory. And then my mother passed away in 1997. And they say that when someone close to you Mm -hmm. passes away, it kind of thins the veil between uh, this world and the next for you. And sure enough, that happened for me because I started having the strangest, uh, wait, I better rephrase that, eeriest (laughs) experiences and uh sensations that my mom was suddenly there with me um one time she let it be known that she thought i was drinking way too heavily and i certainly was um and she knocked over an entire box of wine scared the bejeebers out of me and then i heard the hoofbeats late late at night i was living in an apartment in the downtown historic district of naperville not one of the beautiful victorian mansions but kind of a cruddy apartment there and uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I was wakened up by the sound of horses' hoofbeats outside my window. I figured, what moron would be riding a horse at 3 o'clock in the morning in downtown Naperville? So I got out of bed and looked out the window. And there I was, was Paul Revere. Well, <laughs> slow, clip-clop, clip-clop. Uh, I, was, I was right on the corner. I could see the lights. I mean, the street lights were, I could see the street perfectly, clear as day. I followed the sound of the horses' hoofbeats as they passed right outside my window, continued up the street, and then stopped. But there was nothing there. I swear by all that is good and holy that I hold in this world, nothing moved on that street. No horse, no rider. Were there a lot of, uh, first of all, Naperville, is it a very old community? Yes, it is. Uh, It's the oldest community in the county, DuPage County, and technically were even older than the city of Naperville itself. You see, we were founded in 1831 by Captain Joseph Naper, mm-hmm. and he was quite a stickler. He made sure to dot all the I's and cross the T's. He made sure to 
uh, fill out all the necessary forms to declare this as a town, an official settlement. Well, the city of Chicago didn't do that until a year after Captain Joseph did that for Naperville. So technically, on paper, Naperville is even older than Chicago. How many people usually go on your ghost tours? Uh, and oh, when you it, go out, do you, do you wear a costume? Do you uh, dress in the traditional uh, gown and carry the lantern <laughs> with a little candle in it? In the middle of summer? Are you nuts? Hey, listen. <laughs> you should see some of the people that I've seen that, oh, that lead geez. ghost tours. <laughs> this is a Chicago summer. Although down in New Orleans, I can imagine, too. Mm-hmm. But actually, no. Um, there's just something about the city of Naperville. It doesn't quite work uh, to be wearing a costume. I suppose I could, but um, it actually feels better to be wearing a nice polo shirt and uh, with my slogan on it, my logo. Um, Naperville is my favorite haunt. And uh, it just feels, one, it's more comfortable, and two, it's just more appropriate for the town. I, I can't quite explain why. Diane, you and I have to take our news at the bottom of the hour. Diane Ladley is our special guest, www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. We all desire health, happiness, and fulfillment, but often get in our own way. Repeated patterns that leave us out of control can keep us feeling powerless, frustrated, and unable to move forward in spite of our best efforts. Unconscious patterning disconnects us from our gifts, often destroying the very thing we seek. But there is an answer. We can take charge of our destiny and heal the trauma of our history. Shamanism is an effective ancient modality that can reconnect us with our true selves, empower the creation of our dreams, and return us to health and balance. Cody Alexander is a certified shamanic practitioner and teacher with 11 years experience. Email HealingPathways33 at gmail.com or visit CodyAlexander.net to schedule a long-distance shamanic session today.
Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Still to come on tonight's show, William Constantine is in the next hour. And our final hour tonight, we, tonight we have Ralph Ellis joining us from the United Kingdom. My guest this hour is Diane Ladley. And uh, her website is www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. Uh, Diane, uh, you've, got many, you've got many different themed ghost tours and ghost walks. Now, what mm-hmm. is Sweet Dreams and Nightmares Weekend that you're offering this October? Oh, it's only going to be the ultimate week Halloween weekend possible. Uh, dear friend of mine, he runs um, a travel agency, and so he's putting this together for me at my suggestion. Uh, we start off on Friday afternoon touring Naperville Cemetery, which mm-hmm. is a very beautiful and very haunted cemetery. Uh, that we do that through twilight, and then we have dinner, and I take them on my historic ghost tours of Naperville. They spend the night. I'm looking for a haunted hotel, but for some reason, a lot of places around here don't like to talk about their ghosts. So, But uh, the next morning, we'll get up, and we'll go into the city of Chicago and uh, take in a matinee performance of the Noble Horses production of uh, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, all done on horseback. Wow. Should be fun, and that especially for you since you like. It's going to be great for you because you love horsing around. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's where you were getting the premonition of those 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 uh, those hoof beats outside your window. Oh, that's right, that's right. Mm. (laughs) Uh, And then we are going to take uh, Ursula Bielski's uh, Chicago Hauntings ghost tour. She's a great lady. You'll have a great time. She's wonderful. And uh, then on the last day, Sunday, we're going to take everybody up to Six Flags because they have their fabulous Fright Fest. They deck out the entire place, all spooky Halloween, and everybody has a ball. Well, it sounds like you've got everything under control there. What are you going to be doing for Halloween (laughs) yourself? Oh, probably working, doing my ghost tours. Uh, Yeah, I um, usually like to, at the stroke of midnight, I'll finish up a tour, and then I... Sometimes go out with a few friends to Naperville Cemetery because hey, we know how to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So you bring your six pack and you go sit on a tombstone, get sloshed, fall off the thing, and then other people going through the cemetery get the scare held out, scare, hell scared out of them when you start moaning and groaning because your head is sore from hitting the concrete. I understand how you ghost operators work now. I did decide that when I do pass away, I want to uh-huh. be buried at Naperville Cemetery. And then I'm going to have a little voice chip, motion-activated voice chip in my grave. Anybody who passes by, it'll automatically register off one of a hundred different phrases. Like, hey, bring the beer. (laughs) Boo, whatever. Okay. (laughs) I have too much fun sometimes. It's nice to see you're in good spirits. Uh, (laughs) I didn't have a ghost of a chance with that one, did I? Jeez, come on, all right. We're having so much fun here, we're going to wake up the dead. <laughs> Tell me, why are why are so many uh, hotels and bars haunted? That's a really good question. Uh, it's, it's almost like 
asking why are so many theaters haunted. It's All right, why are so many theaters haunted? <laughs> it, it must be a supernatural rule that every theater in the world must be haunted. Uh, I think it has something to do with emotions. Uh, very powerful emotions, of course, in the theater, mm-hmm. even though the emotions are staged, but uh, they still come through. And, of course, bars are hotbeds of wild emotion, you know, anger, lust, happiness, all that. And uh, hotel rooms, they could be the darkest places of all. Or the most fun, one of the two. Uh, you oh, know, too true, too oh, yeah. true. Uh, you know, with all the ghosts, uh, ghosts, with all the ghosts <laughs> that hang around bars and hotels, I wonder if there's an alcoholic anonymous for ghosts on the other side. <laughs> Hi, my name is Casper, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> you know why? Yeah, you can you can always tell when a ghost is drunk because there are three sheets to the wind. <laughs> oh, 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 Rob! Oh man! I just made that one up. That's not bad, eh? I'm not applauding. <laughs> hey, you're going to probably use it in your next tour. Come on, I know you by now. Okay, now, how did you learn about all the ghost stories in your hometown? Oh, way too many wild, crazy... Nights in the, ho- nights in the cemetery with nights the beer, in... okay. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily, but uh, growing up in Naperville... Mm. Uh, I've had one too many slumber parties, and uh, many of those parties were spent with the flashlight tucked underneath the chin and telling each other stories about if you look into the DuPage River between the months of December and February, and if you look at the right spot, you'll see two children's faces staring up at you from where they drowned years ago. Um, Fun things like that, you know. You know what? Here you're talking. About, here you're talking about two children who drowned in a river, and you say fun things like that. Fun things, yes. Yeah. Well, what was eerie about that is that I'd heard that story when I was a little kid, it scared the bejeebers out of me. Uh-huh. But uh, when I was actually doing some more research and going through old uh, archives of the uh, local newspaper here. And I suddenly came across on the microfiche uh, a headline about these two children who had drowned in 1956. Wow. I and, guess you, I guess you did a lot of research in the newspaper's morgue. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're hot tonight, aren't I, you? <laughs> I'm hot all the time. <laughs> I did get a lot geez. of funny looks asking them, um, could I see some interesting articles about old people violently dying? <laughs> hmm. Do you have any stories about people who died and came back to life? You know? Tell, tell me, uh, no, t- nope. no, t- tell <laughs> me what, why do you think that there has been such a, a rebirth in spirituality and the paranormal? Uh, for example, all the different TV shows. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I think it goes back to when uh, the theory that when a nation is particularly frightened, so uh, the, a certain anxiety within mm-hmm. the nation, they turn to the supernatural, to the paranormal. Uh, as a way to try to, I, I don't know, to control uh, some of their own anxiety, to find answers? Maybe to get their minds off of the actual day-to-day occurrences and could to be. give them, ah, a, give, yeah, give them I a, that, yeah. that, that could be something, because uh, there's a story I do tell about these children uh, who were caught in a terrible tornado 
while uh, attending church, and so the priest and the nuns took the kids down in the basement, and the tornado siren was going off, and the lightning and the wind howling, and the sky was boiling green. The kids were absolutely terrified, screaming and yelling, and that's when the priest told them about the ghost. The ghost who comes up from the basement crypts uh, during terrible storms. Why, like this one, and uh, seeks out sinners to make them pay. And by golly, those kids weren't afraid of the tornado anymore. <laughs> they so, just didn't go to church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a very clever piece of child psychology, and perhaps it's adult psycho- psychology too. That. Um, you want something to worry about? I'll give you something to worry about. <laughs> well, you give them a false fear to worry about uh, and something that won't hurt you versus and to take your mind off of something that will hurt you. I can just see the priest after the storm had passed. By the way, little <laughs> Sally, would you go downstairs, please, and see if the lights are turned off? Yeah. Uh-huh. Get your nun to do it. That's what they're for, sure. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My guest this hour is the lovely Diane Ladley. Thank and you. if you would like to visit Diane's website, www.historic-ghost-tours-neighborville.com. Um, how did you get the title, America's Ghost Storyteller? <laughs> oh, that was another drunken evening. <laughs> Um, so tell me, have you ever gone to an, an AA meeting? <laughs> Hi, my name is Diane, and I tell ghost stories when I'm drunk and sober. However, they're a lot more fun when I'm drunk, so pass me up your flasks. Yeah. Uh, no, I am a member of the Northland Storytelling Network, and we were having our storyteller conference a few years ago. And uh, I tell you, storytellers, they know how to party. It's a wonderful Yeah, in time. cemeteries yeah. with six-packs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, not six-packs. Oh, no, we're more imaginative than that. And uh, about 4 o'clock in the morning, I was chatting with a couple people, one of whom uh, had just done a marketing workshop on how to market yourself as a storyteller. And she said, Diane, you need a a tagline, a slogan, a name for yourself that people will remember. How about America's Ghost Storyteller? I said, oh, my God. (laughs) No, please, no. for the uh, storytellers, and the MC introduced me as Diane Ladley, America's ghost storyteller. <laughs> it had spread all throughout the storytelling conference. I couldn't believe it. I nearly gagged. I still do sometimes, but yeah, sure. oh well. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it, come on, it's a great <laughs> no, hook. It's a great hook it. line. It's a great, it's a great hook story. line. <laughs> and I am... To the best of my knowledge, the only professional storyteller who uh, tells exclusively ghost stories. Well, that is something to be proud of. Yeah, yes. Whether you're drunk or sober, I'm sure it's a great title. (laughs) Um, You do a lecture on handling fear in children. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Tell them the story about the ghost that lives downstairs? (laughs) The tornado. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, that's a, a particular lecture that I 
uh, tell to social clubs and, and parenting groups, that sort of thing. And um, it lets parents understand exactly what terrifies their child at what particular age. Children have their own fear threshold levels. Mm-hmm. Um, on the average, about 30% of all children are totally fearless, but 15% are much more frightened than usual. So most people fall in between, but uh, when you're telling a ghost story to a group of kids, and there's some kids that they'll take anything, the goriest, scariest, most terrifying things, and they eat it up. But uh, then there's other kids in that same crowd who, if you even make a scary noise, you know, a, a low rumbling sound, they'll cover their ears and they'll start to cry. So I explained to parents and other storytellers as well what you could do to relieve that child's fears uh, once they are afraid, and uh, actually in your storytelling performance what you could do to uh, either raise up the level of fear of anxiety or reduce the level of fear in your stories. Or how to scare the hell out of them. Exactly. (laughs) I always aim for that first, and then see how scared the kids get, and it's like, oh, darn. (laughs) Tell, Tell me, why do you think people go to cemeteries expecting to see ghosts where, according to a lot of the ghost experts that are mm-hmm. out there, a ghost mm-hmm. is not where the body is buried, but where the death occurs. I, actually, I've heard things about that because it might be in a cemetery because, let's face it, even after you die, you're very attached to that piece of meat that is there under the ground right now. And... Uh, Try to imagine living outside of your body. A lot of people, that would be a very, very terrifying thing. So they would want to stay as close to their body as possible, and perhaps that's why they haunt cemeteries. Hmm. Have you uh, have you ever seen, or has anyone on any of your tours seen haunted or or, or spirits of animals? Oh, um, I have actually. Um, it wasn't on one of my tours, mm-hmm. but uh, I was over at in, in Seattle at the National Storytellers Conference. And uh, after that conference, I went to stay with a friend in Bellingham, Washington, to recover for a few days with her. And <laughs> <laughs> You and I have to take a commercial break, but I don't know okay. if it's to recover or to sober up at this date. <laughs> one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name is Rob McConnell. My very special guest is Diane Ladley, and her website is www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. Still to come on tonight's show, William Constantine and Ralph Ellis. Another two great hours here on the X-Zone. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Talkstar Radio Network, and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial set, so don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Diane Ladley is our special guest. She is the uh, lady behind historic-ghost-tours-naperville. Dot com. Uh, Diane, what has been the strangest thing that has happened on any of your ghost walks? Oh, boy. And by the way, did you pick that song just for me? I sure did. <laughs> I'm flattered. Oh, well, oh the strangest me. thing. Um, well, definitely that uh, ghost tales walk when suddenly the mm-hmm. dogs perked up and the EMF meters went off. Yep. That would definitely qualify for one of the strangest things. That was pretty spooky. Um, but we've had some other strange things. Um, suddenly, uh, we've just discovered a new spot where the EMF meters seem to go off, but they only go off for children, not for adults. Oh, that is strange, yeah. That is very strange, yeah. It's uh, happened only uh, what, six times and uh, throughout all my years, and only when kids happen to be there, so... Tell me, how do children react on your tour? <laughs> Screaming? No. Um, actually, they're very <laughs> quiet. Uh, really? They really Masking. enjoy it. They, mm-hmm. they get scared. They stick close to mom and dad. I do let people know that children seven and under or even eight and under, it might not be appropriate for them. But uh, I've had kids as young as five years old on the tour, and they've just loved it. So it all goes back to that particular fright level. So, But the kids say... They get pretty quiet. If I notice that one kid in particular looks pretty frightened, I try to talk to them and get them to laugh and uh, to relax a bit more. So, but um, yeah, how do you, it's good. How, how do you deal with skepticism on your tour? Do you ever get heckled? Uh, 
actually by people driving by, yes. <laughs> They're like, ghost lady, honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never really gotten heckled um, by my ghost guests. Uh, there are some people who say that they're very skeptical and they don't believe in ghosts. They're here just because their wife Sally dragged them to it. Or, but uh, interestingly enough, by the end of the tours, they seem to have the most fun of anyone. Anyone. So I don't know why. Diane, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, continued success, and I'll have to come down and take one of your tours and heckle you for a while. Absolutely. Then I'll take you out for a drink afterwards. <laughs> uh, why don't we? Yeah. All right. That sounds fair. <laughs> Diane, thank you very much. Take care of yourself. And it's been a delight having you here in the X Zone. And I can see why your tours are so successful because you are a very charming and entertaining lady. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself, Diane. You too, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. What a lady. Diane Ladley. Her website is www.historic-ghost-tours-naperville.com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by William Constantine as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network.